This is Pray Tell, Dr. Hash, and I'm Dr. Martin D. Hash Esquire, wisest man in the world, because the competition just ain't that tough. And these are things I wish someone had told me. Today's topic, Antifa. Even virtual civil wars require strong-arm tactics and intimidation in real life. Once fascism was equated to Nazi as an inexcusable topic even to discuss, the idea arose that a group should forcibly counter this imaginary horde of fascists. So emerged the anti-fascists, or antifa. And anybody who is not in lockstep with the identity politics narrative is a target. Online bullying is their first option, but if wrong thinkers appear in public, the black balaclava-wearing pseudo-soldiers would respond to shut them down. Antifa is primarily composed of disgruntled people who would benefit from the disruption of the status quo. The underemployed, coffee baristas and food servers at vegan restaurants, and of course, many students looking for the meaning of life and a cause to adhere to. The idea that these so-called counter-demonstrators could intentionally conceal their identities is mystifying, since most states have anti-masking laws. Apparently the line is fuzzy, but it seems obvious that once intimidation and violence breaks out, that those laws should spring into effect. Unfortunately, the politicians who control the police forces in places like San Francisco and Portland are sympathetic to the cause. The really concerning part is just how many antifas show up to disrupt an event. It's sometimes hundreds to one. The ranks of the disaffected are apparently huge, and the lure of anonymity is a strong one. Aspiring antifas in their homemade black uniforms and masks seem to be unaware of the irony of their own fascism. For more, see my website at martinhash.com.